On today's episode, it's time to discuss the pilot that everyone's talking about, Netflix's most trending series, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. It's a domestic thriller starring Kristen Bell as Anna Whitaker, a morning mother with a drinking problem and numerous other issues. What were your expectations, just based off the title, and whatever you heard about the show going in? I didn't hear anything about the show going in, so I just saw the poster for it when I was about to watch it, and it seemed like it was going to be a type of like wolf-like-me, dead-like-me show, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's basically what I got. <laughs> it was almost exactly that. So what? you could tell it was a comedy? Yeah, it's it's darkly comedic, but, but like the tone also was the thing that gave it away the most. Like it had a very why woman kill like feel. to it. I was it. gonna ask because it seems like a why women kill type. Yeah, show. I mean you a can satire, and it's almost like I don't want to say like the character is different from Dexter, but she does have the same type of Dexter narrator as dialogue. She also has some weird problems, as you mentioned. She's an alcoholic, but like whenever she's baking a casserole or something, she'll like put her hands on like what was just in the oven like she'll try to carry it without any gloves do you and see her burn herself yeah yeah at the very beginning of the show and right. so it's like it, you get a very odd main character within the first couple of minutes and did you like that i mean i thought that it was interesting i thought that the best part of the show was when you figured out that the daughter was dead because what they originally do is it starts off and kristen bell is telling her daughter hey we gotta get you to school she goes to school and then it turns out that um the daughter like goes into class and then there are some people that look at her strangely and they're like what, what are you doing and one person goes over there and is like hey i hope looking you're at kristen bell strange or yeah Anna, yeah strange. yeah because yeah. she's like wearing like a bathrobe or whatever yeah. at school and they're like hey are you doing okay and she's like yeah i'm fine and then she's like the other person's like okay well i can i got you this date because you need to like get over your ex so one of her friends right and and she's like this person's supposed to be very nice so just wear a dress and try to have a good time tonight and then later on in that night she puts on the dress she goes into her daughter's room and she's like hey can i get a kiss from you and the daughter's like i can't and she's like why and then the daughter's like because i'm dead and it turns out it turns out that there is a completely empty room so that part i thought was the best part did that give you chills or did it make you laugh it didn't make, it didn't give me either. It was just one of those things where I was like, well, that was done well. And I was happy it wasn't like an ending twist where it was, it was just done long enough to the point where it was effective. I thought. The show's only 22 minutes. It's about 30 minutes for this first episode. The first episode's 30 minutes? Yeah. So about halfway through? That's yeah, when you find out? No, it was about 10 minutes in. Oh, super early. Yeah. All right. So what happens the last 20 minutes? Well, that's when you get introduced to Neil. He is a new guy that's come across the street. With he's his, the neighbor, right? Yeah, he's the neighbor. I've, I've heard him referred to as the British Penn Badgley. Yeah, no, this is exactly like you. If, if you're one of those people who like those lifetime, like, oh, there's something that one person is hiding, I think you're definitely going to enjoy this show a lot. Um, but I'll, I'll get to that kind of later. Neil has a daughter. Her name is Elizabeth, I believe. And same age as her daughter was or not? Yeah, around the same age. Okay. And Elizabeth uh, kind of has like a Bonnie moment when she's selling chocolate bars to Anna. That's and- very, um, what was the first show you brought up that we just did a few weeks ago? The werewolf one. Oh, Wolf Like Me. Yeah, that's very... Because didn't Amy Adams or... Right, exactly. Isla Fisher but, but, <laughs> have a very unique uh, relationship with the daughter? Right, like, but right in, that, the bat. in that one, it, it's more kind of flipped because Anna is the main character in this and Elizabeth is more the side character. Gotcha. Um, but, you know, Elizabeth... Or Anna is like, okay, I'll be able to... She wants to be very friendly to the neighbors. So yes. that's why she's buying like five boxes of chocolate bars, which is going to be like $50. She's wanting to bake them a casserole. Um, we get some information about her. Like she has fear of the rain originally when she for made the first casserole and was trying to bring it over to the house she like ended up this ended up bringing like halfway through and she 
fainted in the middle of the street, breaking the casserole in herself. Is this like Sheila from Shameless, where she can't leave her house and like she immediately starts feeling? I did, I did kind of get that sense, but also at the beginning of the episode, she bought her, she bought what we thought was her daughter to school she, in the rain. Really just herself? No, 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 just outside. So it's it's not like she's housebound, but she, I don't think, gets out that often. I, I meant guess. with the rain though, when she was walking across the street, was it raining? No, it started raining right as she like was crossing the street. Got it. So not okay. at first, but um. There's, there's also, like, some house repairs being done and everything. And then we get some, some backstory on Neil, apparently, because Neil saw when her When you crash. say house repairs, I just want to... Is the handyman there? Yeah. And the handyman's name is... Uh, well, I know his real name in real life. Did you catch, catch his no, name? No, I didn't catch his name. Okay, well, it's played by Cameron Britton. Did you recognize him? No, no. From no. Umbrella Academy? I, I still don't know. The Killer... Oh, okay, yeah, no, because he's he's working on like a mailbox yes. for like a majority of the episode, uh-huh. and I just found that strange because I don't think they ever really go back to it, at least in the first episode. Yeah, he's also been in Mindhunter. People really like that guy, so I was wondering if he had a bigger role in this show. No, he probably should. comes along later. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, so her relationship with Neil, though, by the end of this episode, where's it at? Well, um, they they bond over the fact that Neil lost uh his wife. Yeah. She died, and okay. she is like a mourning. Uh, but her ex-husband is still alive. She's even, like, checking his Instagram 24-7. Um, but uh, by the end of the episode, Anna has made another casserole. She brings it over. How many casseroles has she made throughout the Only episode? two. Only, Only two. two. She continually makes them throughout yeah. the series. Yeah, she's making something at the beginning that actually might have been another casserole. I don't know. But she finally brings it over. And much like a Wolf Like Me, and also um, it reminded me a little bit of clickbait, strangely enough, at the very beginning of the episode, they're having like dinner together. She ends up having dinner with them. Clickbait the horror show. Yeah, the horror show because at the very beginning, because where they were eating outside yes. with um, Elizabeth, Anna, and Neil, it looked like the, it looked like a place for clickbait. <laughs> but she goes back. She thinks that like there's a possible chance she might be together with Neil. But surprise, surprise, at the very end of the episode, you see much like the Wolf Like Me poster, Neil looking through the window over at her house in a very maniacal way. Did you get to see the ex-husband at all? You saw him in Instagram pictures. That was about it. Oh, you didn't recognize him based off that? No. Okay, he's played by the guy from the movie The Perfect Guy. I think he's the, oh, the he... one that ends up stalking her. <laughs> so he so he, I, so he has experience with this type of... <laughs> I thought that Kristen Bell was the only one that was famous from the show. I saw that Will Ferrell was also executively producing it. But I wouldn't be surprised if this was like Kristen Bell's idea or whatever. I don't think so. I th- the idea of the creators were Rachel Ramross, uh, Hugh Davidson, and Larry Dorff, who I had never heard of before, but they've worked together for a long time. They've acted together for a long time, both mostly in cartoon shows, though. There's Mad... The, uh, the show based off the magazine. Right, Matt, yeah. The Looney Tunes show, which ran for a couple seasons like 10 years ago. And then Mike Tyson Mysteries. I think those are all either Cartoon Network or Adult Swim shows. Yeah, and so they made the jump and they were like, well, this is really funny, but we're going to do it in a sort of subtle way. So a lot of people who watched the show didn't realize it was... Even with the title, a lot of people watched this and took it very seriously. They were they, they thought that the show was basically a lifetime movie. Where yeah, I was well, I didn't I knew it was going to be a TV show, but I thought it was going to be like a forty two minute drama or something like every episode. But you had some people going in there expecting almost scary movie, where it was just completely jokes all the time. That would have been me because I saw the title and I was like, "There's no way you make it that long and that ridiculous without having it just be." And the poster is kind of hurt no, looking. Th- funny. There's definitely some drama. In but it. the way that yeah, the way I read it was that they took it kind of straight and people were. 
mixed response based off that yeah, like straight I, take because the tropes that they're making fun of tropes they're making fun of the normal formula arcs the uh and you have to just be really familiar with that genre and the stereotypes that go along with it to catch some of those jokes. That, that's why i was saying like i think anyone who likes those type of things will be able to get into it as, that's, yeah that's a good take as far as it being like actually good though for people who just want to see a good tv show i mean it's mediocre like it's one of those things where you know what you're going to get and i will also say it's very predictable and because of the predictability the aspect of it it seems slow moving so like, far it's predictable yeah I'm, there I'm, is a crazy oh, ending oh no i'm sure by the ending there's there's a couple to us that because that's what happens with these tv shows but i'm just saying that because of the first episode the predictability factor since you know where it's going you know that neil is not just going to be this good guy who's trying to help out his daughter maybe he killed his wife maybe you know did all these different things you it, it made it it made the pace somewhat slow. also i forgot to mention that in the episode uh when she was in a bathtub in one scene and at the very end you see that someone is in her house you're not sure if that's supposed to be neil or if that's just someone else yeah but someone apparently it's a mysterious keeps, figure yeah you you saw a shadow of it someone keeps breaking into her house and you don't know who <laughs> so what would you give it i give it overall a six out of ten it's fine i think it's so all passes for you but it doesn't do anything other yeah no you are you gonna watch the rest of it because it's only like three hours total it, it, well, you said it's unpredictable, right? You said it's unpredictable. It's got okay. So Slate came out, and they were like, "Well, there are there are lagging times with this show, but mm-hmm. it kills the ending. It just slays it." And then I read some other people who who really found the ending memorable. You know, there was also something that was funny when I first looked up the show and was starting research. Do you remember the show Them? Yeah, yeah, I had to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it, you wouldn't compare these two together, right? Because one's like <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't think a so, horror no. show <laughs> from the 1950s, or talking about the about 1950s. Around that time, and, yeah, I, it was a domestic thriller of sorts. However, I remember in the fifth or sixth episode, there was like something terrible that happens in that show. We didn't, we just mentioned it. Yeah, we didn't talk about, but it, we didn't but talk about because we weren't doing that episode. That's exactly what happens here. Something happens in the fifth or sixth episode here that just took over every single article and they were like everybody oh, so that was the big thing that yeah was it, was, it wasn't even a twist it was just a scene <laughs> so if you want to stick around for events to happen this is the show to stick yeah around i mean for. i you know i maybe at some point we'll come back to it um but i think that's also just a show you can kind of put on in the background but yeah I, absolutely yeah, and yeah. Just, so yeah and maybe even like yeah see easter eggs and stuff yeah every once in a while so let's get to the bad okay so it's got a 50 percent on rotten tomatoes mm-hmm it's got a 50% audience score. So, like, the critical and audience score are kind of in line together. I'm not, I'm not surprised, because that's kind of what I was giving it's in. It's got a 6.4 on IMDb, and The Guardian gave it a more positive review than The Gilded Age. It gave it two stars as opposed to one star. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to say, because every like the, when I've looked at The Guardian these past couple of shows I've done the research for, they've given them pretty low scores. Yeah, like they're not one afraid out of five, to trash or, these yeah. yeah, so it, I did find some interesting things. They made a big deal about how because... Kristen Bell had to drink so much in the thing. Not like she had to drink so much red liquid. Yeah. She ended up not drinking grape juice, which most people do, you know? She, she didn't end she up did actually She did hibiscus tea. Wine. Okay. Yeah, because there's a part in this episode where she completely pours like a glass yeah. to its brim and mm-hmm. then like <laughs> drinks the whole thing. Yeah. So I mean. There's about five yeah. servings per like wine bottle and it just showed yeah, that she that's... was. And that's just a joke on like why. So you've heard of the girl on the train, right? Yeah. I actually read that once, I remember. 
it's sort of forgettable, but it was a bestseller. They came out with a movie of it, I think, a couple years later. Yeah, and I had read it before that, just because of where it was. It was really popular at the time it mm-hmm. came out. Then you also have The Woman in the Window, which came out this last year. That actually has a worse Rotten Tomatoes score. And the, That's why I thought the, the title was making fun of. Yeah, of course. One. It's yeah. making fun of all of those, just sticking them together. And I think I, at least part of the title is like a book she's reading. I don't I don't know if it's the yes, full yeah. number, but she's reading a they book. They did give her books from I think like it's, this type of show. Yeah, I think it starts off like the book is called like the woman in the house across the street, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I, She looks a lot different than she did in The Good Place. Too. Oh yeah, no, completely. <laughs> like when I first saw a picture, I was like, well, "I've never seen her with bangs before." But then, and then again, I was like, "Wait, did in Veronica Mars? Maybe I don't know." Then again, she's playing a completely different character. Mm-hmm. In and fact, would and, you say that she's just less less perky? Or oh, com- yeah, no, she's she's, she's really just depressed sad. the entire time. Yeah, the entire time because uh, bad things are kind of happening to her. Forget the fact that she's like fainting in the middle of the street or whatever. She keeps on looking at her husband's Instagram, and she's like, "Okay, good, he's not moving on." And then, like twenty minutes into the episode, she looks at her husband's Instagram again, like for the fifth time, and then suddenly sees a new picture with someone else and she's like ah <laughs> that said she is an unreliable narrator right like usually when someone witnesses something terrible and they have a show yeah. like this like disturbia or rear window or woman in the window like it's always be- they have some form of problem or they're a teenager yeah. or yeah you can't trust them so can you trust what we're seeing here because you couldn't trust that the daughter was real. You couldn't, you couldn't trust the daughter was real, but everything else, it seemed like... you compared like... her to Dexter, so that makes me think maybe maybe she's evil? Well, when it started off, I was thinking to myself, because I could tell the show was going to go some dark route. I was like, it's either going to be she killed someone accidentally, um, someone moved next door and ended up being evil. That's what it ended up being. Or both. <laughs> like, she, she's part of something that she doesn't want to be. And uh, so that's what I got from the title of it. Yeah. But it ended up being just the second one. There's someone evil next door. But you door. do trust that she's going to end up being a good person at the end of the it's a mini series you said right it's like not going for season two or anything they do give you a tiny cliffhanger at the end like they resolve most of the issues and then they leave it with a in that case yeah then i think that she's probably going to be the uh, protagonist okay you remember that will ferrell Kristen wig movie that came out where they tried to play like a straight up lifetime movie as well well i think it was a lifetime movie and i wanted to see it at the time i remember but then i realized it was just and they played it yeah they played it completely straight and so when i read the reviews on this i was like oh no did they do something similar to that especially since he was involved with this it felt like maybe this plot is too simple you know because when we did the after party there were so many interweaving things you said they had the spider verse like people brought in so that like everybody we could see all the different unreliable narrators this is just one person and they're basing it off a movie that didn't do primarily well those type of movies don't garner huge success maybe that's why they decided to turn it into a tv show or something like that i I guess but i also heard the complaint that it was too long because it was a tv show too long should have been a movie one of my pros though is that i actually put that it was short so i mean i don't know maybe i'm in like the minority in that one i don't know compared to why women kill i forget how you did you like that one or not yeah i really liked why women kill okay so i would would, yeah no this this, doesn't match this does not match that at all and what would be the biggest drawback of this this doesn't go Mm -hmm. crazy enough or what well, at this point, it's just the fact that I think it's slow-moving. Not enough characters. Has that been a complaint of the TV show? Well, I just was writing down, and there's only seems to be about four or Yeah, five. no, I mean, throughout the episode, we are only introduced to, like, three main people, and there's, mm-hmm. like, two minor ones. With the woman in the window, it got so kind of boring throughout. Like, you kept on seeing these twists and such, but, like, her narration being so off, and then people continually, like, dismissing her, it, it was... It was more annoying than it was in, in the other plot. So I'm wondering in this, like, does she ever suffer from that? Has anybody not believed what she said? 
Uh, I think that more people are just like kind of scared of what she might do. Like it would be pretty scary if someone who used to have a kid shows up to school and then it ends up being that they're in a bathrobe. Like, well, that's it would... why it's like, why would you set them up on a date? Yeah, it well... seems like a strange thing. To... Was that Mary Hall? And was that her best friend? Sloan? Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was who it was. Oh, the person who did the music in this was the music at all different? No, the music felt like it was just normal. Yeah, because it was the person from who did the music for American an American Pickle. so they got like comedy people to do uh i mean there's comedy in it but it's 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 like a drama horror type thing it's do you think that's where like tv's going just i think they're just testing the boundaries right now i mean let's hire some cartoonists to do a horror comedy spoof but that's not going to be totally parodying it it will itself be the actual mystery show that you want it to be so it's trying to appeal to i guess a wide range of people yeah i would probably mm-hmm. say so they did fight to keep the title in there because at one point they wanted to be like well maybe we should shorten it to like the woman in the house <laughs> i mean that would have been easier this is like 12 I don't, words I don't mind long. It. Mm-hmm. now people shorten it as t-w-i-t-h-a-t-s-f-t-g-i-n-t-w <laughs> Is that what you typed in when you were doing research for this? No. <laughs> I just typed in the full... I just started with the woman in, and that's where it pulled it in. Uh, if we don't have anything else to like talk about, then that's where we'll leave our review. Anything yeah. else you wanted to point out? You like Neil's performance? Yeah. You like the handyman's performance? This might surprise you. I wasn't really looking at the performances that much. But... Okay. Because they're supposed to ham it up a little bit, right? Oh, yeah. No, completely. There actually is one funny part in this where, uh, and I put down in my notes originally that it as a con because of how melodramatic it was, mm-hmm. where uh, Kristen Bell, you're not supposed to know this at the time, but she's daydreaming about Neil and Neil comes over to her house and they start like having sex. And I was like, what? This is, this makes this show so much worse. But then when it ended up being a dream fantasy thing, I was like, oh, that is funny. And it was supposed to be, it was completely played to be hammy and for laughs. Yeah, I think I heard about that scene because decider when they do the sex and skin thing, they were like, well, there's just this moment where she's in a bra. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like the murder trope is done so much. They well, have to witness something crazy that's not a murder. To me, I, I thought that the more interesting aspect would be if it was that the main character accidentally killed someone, but they did it for laughs. And is it too, is it too much? I think it'd be funny to do it from the opposite side. Like, you accidentally commit a murder, you look over, and the neighbor saw you. And then you have to be the one stopping the neighbor or making them believe that they didn't do it or that, that you didn't do it. Would it be too much of a uh, cliche to say that I would probably cast like Chris and Ritter in a role like that or something? Okay. I mean, that's fine. Well, yeah, you're asking. So. Cool. All right. Uh, Got to keep the Christians in this, right? Okay. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.